Hi, welcome to the Personal Details Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. So this episode, we are going to get straight into a mix of things. We're going to feature our usual affirmation. We have the crystal zone. We also tap into what's on Instagram lately. We have a lady boss segment of women um, that are making the moves and doing the do. And we are going to also feature... A little bit of um, music that I'm hearing around. And uh, we have chapter five of my book, Complications. When you get to this segment, you should not be listening to this with kids. I suggest you put in your earphones, earbuds, whatever you call it. or Because I know a lot of people are out there right now surrounded by other people. So that is our adult um, content section. The book Complications Chapter 5 is on this episode. So let's get into it and I hope you enjoy. April 24th. I'm willing to acknowledge I am powerful. I am brilliant. I am the lover of my life. Of course, you have power. It's an internal force contained within and moving throughout your entire being. You may not be able to see it, but it is there, just as the toaster and the television. The only thing you need is to get plugged into the source. Your source. There is a light within you that the world is waiting to see. This light, your light, shines so brightly that it's probably blinded you. Your vision has been blurred because of your own disbelief that someone like you could give so much to so many by simply being turned on to who you are and what you do. The light within you, which is powered by an invisible source, will guide, protect, and supply you with everything you need at all times, under all circumstances. One of the most self-loving things you can do is to let your own power be seen. If you're not sure of what to do and how to do it, let the process of learning how to love and accept yourself more fully, more completely. Love the process of living. Love the ups and downs, the ins and outs. No one is expecting you to get it right the first time around. But if you set the intention to love yourself while you're learning to love the source of the light of love within you, you will give all the power you need to keep trying until you master the art of living. The shift that you must make in order to use your power is to see your light and to secure the key that will open all doors of life is to move your intention from the outside world to the inside of you. Know how to plug into your power. Learn what it is, how to keep it floating, and most important, how to use it. Accept and acknowledge your own brilliance. Stop waiting for others to tell you how great you are. Believe it for yourself and about yourself. 
until today. You may have been experiencing darkness caused by a power outage. Just for today, turn on the light of your inner power of love. The affirmation is, Today I am devoted to allowing the power of the love that, in, that I am to shine brilliantly. Today I am devoted to allowing the power of the love that I am to shine brilliantly. Today I am devoted to allowing the power of love that I am to shine brilliantly. So that clip was featuring the song House Party by, um, it features Donnie Wahlberg, Hit and Play, and of course, New Kids on the Block. So that's that new music that D-Nice put me on to. If you don't follow him, follow him on Instagram. Get ready for that quarantine party because he drops the beats from R&B, hip-hop, reggae, and his career has pretty much lightened up, livened up Instagram during this quarantine period. And I feel like he's set a trend. And um, I remember D-Nice from back in the day. I don't know if some of y'all might be too young, but, um, you know, if you don't listen to him or follow him on Instagram, check him out for one of his DJ parties or check out any of the DJs on Instagram. Everybody is killing it right now with music. His last post said, I'm so excited to see this. My club quarantine brother at Donnie Wahlberg and at new kids on the block dropped a new single entitled house party. It was recorded remotely. Music is bringing the world together. Let it breathe. Full video in his link in his bio. The video features Kid and Play um, from the movie House Party and Donnie Wahlberg at home. And it's so cute because one of the hooks is like, stay home. So music is touching the world in this time of COVID, touching people to create. And it's just amazing. Um, it's like we're getting back to our natural creativity and self. And what is around us right now is technology. You can't get away from it. So it's cool to see people use technology and pair it with creativity um, for a good reason, a good cause. Also, TikTok is just exploding. Some of it is okay. Some of it is just seriously. But I'm loving the creativity that I'm seeing. And so I can appreciate that. Anything creative that's positive and uplifts the world, I'm all with it. So check out New Kids on the Block, The House Party. This podcast is brought to you by Counseling Works. Counseling Works is a private practice that takes most insurance and is located in Mount Vernon, New York. It is ran by Myrna Noble Haddad, LCSW. 
Counseling Works offers individual, families, groups, counseling workshops, and trainings. Counseling Works strengthens lives through healing and empowerment. Servicios disponible en español. You can reach Myrna Noble Haddad at 914-426-8857. Check her out. Counseling Works, strengthening lives through healing and empowerment. One of our ways that we do self-care over here is that we definitely try to use crystals. Many of you do, many of you don't. But today's uh, crystal zone crystal is kunzite, K-U-N-Z-I-T-E. It represents divine love. It helps with experiencing unconditional love, hearing your heart speak. The affirmation for this stone is, my heart is open to unconditional love. I might have to touch in, touch base with my girls over at Botanical to provide me with this stone. I don't have it. I'm not familiar with it too much, but I often, I would say I welcome anything that is going to add love to my life. So Kunzite was today's Crystal Zones um, crystal for this episode. Check next episode to see what our next crystal is going to be. And if you have a favorite, definitely DM me and we will feature your crystal. Each one, lift one. This is the Lady Boss segment. In this segment, we're going to shout out our sister friends. And if you like the service that they offer, please do go check them out. If you have a service that you offer or you have a business that you love very much and the sister is trying her best to get it up and running, send me the info on Instagram at the Personal Details Podcast. You can send me a, a message. You can also email me at privatepda at gmail.com. Thanks. So on Instagram, we're doing that more. There's a few accounts that I want to shout out. The Perez Sisters NYC. Um, They are the co-owners of Botanical. It is a wellness spiritual shop that can be found at 240 Kent Avenue in Brooklyn. They supply incense, sage, palo santo, crystals, candles, and more. Check out Alex and Ra at the Perez Sisters NYC on Instagram. You can also follow their podcast, Cafecito Break. Uh, They're also on Facebook and Instagram. So if you want to find the crystal that we mentioned in today's crystal segment, check out the Perez Sisters NYC and visit their store or give them a call or email them and they will ship to you from what I understand um, your your selection since you can't get into the store right now. They're still accepting orders for care packages. They basically will hand select a package 
and send it to you once you tell them what you need. And according to their Instagram, each care package includes two crystals, an intention bracelet, a smudge stick or Palo Santo, and a tiny gratitude herb pouch based on availability. So they have various packages. They have peace and grounding, love and protection, prosperity and new beginnings, intuition and expression. You can also visit their website at botanical, B-O-T-A-N-I-K-A-L.com. Botanical with a K dot com. So we featured a crystal today. And if you're looking for other crystals, follow them on Instagram or visit their website to purchase locally um, your supplies of crystals and other things to support um, spiritual well-being. Another one of my sister shout outs that I wanted to give, she's on Instagram. Follow her at Harmonic Moon Healing. H-A-R-M-O-N-I-C-M-O-O-N-H-E-A-L-I-N-G. Harmonic Moon Healing. This is Lisette and she does Reiki sessions, workshops, She's a holistic healing coach, and she does tarot readings as well. You should definitely check her out. She features a great inspirational card each day. Her oracle messages are pretty cool. So if you're looking for something uplifting, definitely check her out. Harmonic Moon Healing on Instagram. She's also a Reiki specialist, or I don't know what you call that, but... She does Reiki and she does tarot readings. So support our local sisters in this time if you are able to. And if you're not able to, at least support them on Instagram by following and sharing the messages. So that is our friend Lisette at Harmonic Healing. Shout out to you and sending you much love and light. Okay, so that was our sister support area, and I definitely will be featuring other of my friends and close associates who are local in trying to heal or stay positive and provide to the community in this time. surviving week what is this 200 week seven for me of this shelter in place quarantine because of COVID-19 I'm in this I wanted to touch on what it means to kind of shelter in place and some best practices that I realized I was doing but I didn't realize I was preparing for this One of my listeners, shout out to Kells, she told me that a while back she took my advice and bought backup to stuff. So in a previous episode, I mentioned I like to have one in use and one on reserve. For example, 
sponges, dishwash, foil paper, um, and trash bags. All those things, if I'm using them now, there's a new one on stock. Or, yeah. So that way, when something is running out, that means I'm on the second the second thing of it. I buy one thing for use, and then I at a later time, before it runs out, I buy a backup. This helps me save money because I'm not... I'm not panic buying and I'm not um, acting out of like crisis. When you buy on necessity, you tend to spend more money because you need it. So you'll go to the nearest store or pay extra because I want it right now. or I need it for a recipe or whatever. So one of the tips is have one on hand and have one on reserve. Try to have yourself and it's just not food. It's also items that support sheltering in place, sponges, dishwash, bathroom cleaner, um, extra shower curtain, having an extra floor mat. Um, yeah, things like that, that you might want to change, but if you're sheltered in place, you're like, I'm not really trying to go outside to go on the long lines the lines are very long now. They got longer every week. Um, a friend shared with me a video that of waiting um, at Walmart. The line for Walmart literally went around the entire building to get in. And it was cold. So you want to have backups to things. You want to have candles in place. You want to have matches. You want to make sure you have you know, the beauty products you like. If you have beauty products you like, buy a backup to it, a reserve. Um, and just because you have a reserve, don't go crazy using stuff either. So that helped me out because I found that in my closet, I had several things, um, linens, bathroom supplies on backup. I had an extra shower curtain. I had rugs. I had extra sheets. I have a comforter just bought and put down so that I could change with the season. Because since we've been in this shelter in place, it's now going into spring refresh. Spring refresh is when I change everything. The curtains, the linens, the the um, bed sheets and stuff like that. Just because I'm sheltered in place, I should still be able to live some of the things that make me happy. To live my life. And that makes me happy to change my environment. Um, when it comes to... Um, when it comes to the kitchen and preserving things, the other day, if you checked my Instagram, I featured, uh, I believe it was on Sunday. I showed the end product of making a wet seasoning. Some people call it a sofrito. And basically I take all my flavorfuls, AKA onion, garlic, the tricolor peppers, um, I think I added also olive oil and rosemary, thyme, all those good flavorful things. And I blended them together in my Ninja blender. And then I stored them in glass jars. Do not store seasonings in plastic. It deteriorates the plastic and it melts into the, the substance that's inside. So I like glass jars. 
Um, I like to save, you know, like spaghetti jars that are glass or mason jars to store uh, seasonings in. And even um, I take the carnation milk out of the can and I store it in a glass jar. It keeps better. And I'm not, you know, trying to plug up that hole in a tin can. So there's another helpful little tip. Um, Oh, and when I store my tomato paste, if it is in a can, I pour olive oil on top to form a seal and keep it moist. Another little tip. So one thing is to turn your seasonings into wet seasonings because onions, ginger, garlic, they tend to grow if you leave them. Even if they're in the fridge, they tend to grow after being, you know, a couple of days. And as it gets warmer, if we're still in this, we're taking a break and we'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Three Made a Crochet. Three Made a Crochet is handmade hats and things that'll make you look cute, but also unique. You can find her Etsy shop at etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash three made it you can also check out her designs on twitter and instagram at the number three made it crochet so that's at three made it crochet use the number three hashtag spread love the crochet way no two things are alike and it's affordable support a woman of color at Three Made a Crochet. So there's ways to not eat the same thing every day. I've been trying not to because I hate it. I don't like eating the same thing all the time. So I have to tweak recipes here and there. So uh, that's another way to go. I'm thinking of making like a vegetarian empanada. I bought the pre-done um discs the the like the empanada skin i want to call it but i know that's not the name for it the shell um the pastry like pre-done dough and i'm gonna fill it with like vegetables that are seasoned with my seasoning that i made so it's like gonna be peas carrots blended up into like a paste throw it into the shell bake it or fry it you might want to um to keep them moist, use a little egg wash. And um, it's a snack for every day. Baking would be best. I've also tried to stop frying things because I lost three pounds, but then I gained back three pounds eating all this fried food. One of my other signature snacks during this time has been popcorn. So I purchased a popcorn popper because I've been popping on the stove and that's using oil. I'm hoping... It's not tasteless to use the popcorn popper. I'll let you know in the next episode. But that's another thing. To keep me from eating like chips and other things, popcorn has been a great salvation. And peanuts, walnuts, um, pistachios. These are all the things that I had as snacks previously. What I'm doing is just rotating them to hopefully not run out of them too fast. So... That's my little shelter in place, um, little tips that I've been using. 
as far as working from home. So in our next episode, I'm going to feature a special guest to talk about the mental health of being in this situation, working from home, and some tips that you can do to care for self in this time. But working from home initially was very mentally challenging because when you're working, you go to work X number of hours, but you know you're coming back to your sanctuary. When your sanctuary is also your office, aka your home office, it can be a little mentally challenging. So I work at my dining table for work. I don't want to sit on the couch Because one, you hunch on the couch. And two, it just doesn't feel like work. I still try to keep up routines like making sure to get dressed and not working in my pajamas. I try to change my clothes. Um, Some days I'll actually, you know, get dressed, dress earrings, uh, a a work shirt as opposed to just some old shirt from, you know, that I lounge in. And then what I do is I eat at one side of my table, like I break for lunch, and then I work on one side of my table. So one side is like the office and the other side is like home. And you have to mentally disconnect from work and home. Sometimes I stay a little extra at work, but now I am very much aware that I have to separate the two um I still get up on time actually I get up regularly I don't get up too late um I like to be able to get up on time to eat breakfast and do all those things I don't want to do that at the computer with my work we start the morning generally in a meeting um a few times a week so you have to eat or else you're just gonna start going downhill from there um, if I can't eat, what I've been using is a, um, a shake. I do a, a shake in the morning just to make sure that I am good. And that works for me as well. So send me your tips. How are you coping? How, how are things going for you? Is anyone doing the homeschooling really well? Is anyone having a very hard time? Um, do you not have enough devices in your house? has been an issue someone brought to my attention like if you are home and your kids are home and you don't have individual devices there's a problem because you're both trying to do work at the same time school work and home and home um, business so that is something real and I hope if anything people use their stimulus checks for um things like that that'll enhance the home as opposed to like food unless you have no food and you needed some but um gas and another device for a good price for the family might have been a good bet i don't know or you can also save thanks for listening to my covid 19 shelter in place tips if you have any great ones please do share because we have a few more weeks to go on this thing. And also what I want to hear is how are you preparing to go back? 
How do you prepare to go back after this? It's a definite thing to think about. For the next part of this podcast, parental guidance is suggested. This material contains explicit language and content. Chapter 5. I love his sense of humor. It's almost as though he knows what I'm thinking. This is a good thing. If he pushed the issue, I would be so willing to go further. I know I would. I know I would be willing to do almost anything he wished. Without talking, I stay where I am and I put my head on his chest. He held me and after a short while, as we sat in silence with each of our own thoughts, he shifted and I sat up. We kissed, not lightly, but with more force, more passion, and for longer. We left the bench and went back to the car, kissing again, holding each other, just before we started driving. He was quiet, but he didn't appear upset, just quiet. Let's go to my house, he said. All night? I questioned. Yes, all night, if that's okay with you. Sure, only can we go to a Walmart or something? I'd like to get a toothbrush. No problem, but why don't we stop somewhere else and you get a whole outfit for work as well? I looked at him and I smiled. All night sounded like all weekend. So we went to Target and Macy's. They were near each other, so it was a one-stop shop. We decided to split up. That was cool with me because I didn't feel like going into intimate apparel with him. I found a decent work outfit, underwear, overnight essentials, and ice cream. Just a few snacks, and I was ready. By the time I was done, he had obviously been done. Men. I felt like I was moving slow. Found him by the magazines. He had a small bag in his hand. We left the store and I felt a smile all over my face. On the ride home, I sat with my thoughts. I fought with myself, aroused, nervous, second guessing. I wanted this man next to me and I wanted him as soon as we hit the door. Can Mark handle my appetite? Can we really have a relationship? Can either of us be loyal? I hate cheaters. Some can forgive and forget, not me. I will end up having a very dark place in my heart for him. And me? I'm greedy. Or maybe I just don't think anyone is worth my all. He drove, but I could tell he was in his thoughts. What the hell was going through his mind? It was 8 o'clock, and I did feel tired. It took us about an hour to get to his home. I wish I'd had my laptop so I could check my messages and respond way faster than my cell phone. We parked down the block on his tree-lined New Jersey street. The night was still, and I felt like I was walking on a movie set. He took my shopping bag as we strolled into his building. 
Once inside, it became apparent to me that this was it. I was in his house about to spend the night. Yet I wanted to take it slow. Great. What's that they say about making mixed signals? Make yourself comfortable, Jay. I'll give you the tour in a sec. He walked down the hall and disappeared into the second door. I guess nature called. He came back and took me around his large yet modern home, decorated in dark tones, with artwork and solid black frames hung around his living room. His kitchen downstairs was spotless. The bathroom was painted soft blue and green. His bedroom upstairs, it was large, with a huge bed in the middle, black comforter, dark burgundy sheets peeking out from beneath. There was also a full living room upstairs and a small dining area. And bathroom, his bathroom, was just white with black accents. There was a small room downstairs that seemed like an office, guest space. In the living room, there were all the amenities for entertaining and a million remotes to match. Large floor-to-ceiling window that looked out down the street was at the middle of the living room. Wow, Mark, how do you keep it so neat and clean? Jay, Stella, my cleaning lady, my boy from the office put me on. Thank God. Before her, well, let's just say I'm happy with it now. Oh, okay. I was about to leave and go home to clean my messy apartment. I felt so subconscious. If it's okay with you, I'll order Thai food for us and then take a shower, put on a TV, put on the TV, music, whatever you like. I sat, feeling it was a bit unreal. A little while later, I heard the shower running. I put on Lifetime, the color purple was showing, and I smiled. It seemed like this movie was played at least once a month. I flipped through the channels and must have drifted off to sleep. The sound of the buzzer took me out of my sleep. I got it, Jay. Mark said, and he was running out of the bathroom in only a towel. I became fully awake. His back was broad, his chest was tight, but not too muscular, soft-looking, without being flabby. He rushed down the hall to the front door and collected our food. The bathroom's all yours, he said. I'll be serving dinner when you finish, he said in a butler's voice. I laughed, collected my shopping bag, and walked to the bathroom. The warm water felt great. My tension started to ease out of my body. I have to admit, I was having a moment of regret. I just want some space right now. Just, I just want to retreat into my little world. I was too accustomed to my single life. It was so funny that there are people with someone who are looking for space. And the people that have space don't know how to share that space with someone without feeling invaded. I put on my oversized shirt and nothing else and put my hair in a ponytail. I felt naked, bare, exposed, and sort of turned on. I wanted to get rid of the turned on part. In the dining room adjacent to the living room, 
Mark had food all plated. I felt like, how considerate. His plate was untouched. Wow, he waited for me. That was too much. I know a man like Mark would have been finished with his food by now. Where did my assumption come from? Is it that Mark from years ago, when we were just kicking it and having a good time, maybe I need to open my mind to the fact that, like I, he also has changed. Hurry up, girl. You know that this is not going to get hotter. I laughed. We ate. We chatted about just about everything, including work, politics, likes, dislikes, family, friends, goals. Since he set up, I cleaned up. I'm in the bedroom. I hear from the kitchen. My heart is thumping. The moment of truth. All the lights were off except for the television. I climbed into his big bed and moved right beside him as if it was the most natural thing in the world. He had on a tank top and damn, his arms looked good. Did he sleep that way? Seems strange to me. I don't bite, Jay. Why you seem so nervous, girl? It's me, Mark. Relax. His voice was confident and playful. I felt stupid for all the anxiety I was feeling. After all, a few days ago, I was having sex in this man's office. Mark, do you sleep in that top? No, he said in a low voice. So why do you have it on? I didn't want you to get the wrong idea. I didn't want you to feel I asked you to spend the night to just try and get at you like that. I want you to get to know me, Jane. Yes, know the man. You know the old me, and I know the old you. I think if I try, we can get to know each other. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. Like, well, I like looking at you without a shirt, so if you don't mind... Remove it. He did. And I rested my head on his chest. He turned to the news. And I fell asleep. I awoke very aware of the sound of someone else's breathing. Mark. He didn't exactly snore. But his breathing was soft. Yet thick. I poked my head up and glanced over at his clock. It was 5 a.m. I didn't want to wake him, but I was thirsty. I eased out of bed as softly as I could. He didn't stir. I walked gingerly around the semi-unfamiliar space. I reached the kitchen without an incident, got a glass of water, and refilled it to take some back to bed. Not sure whether it was the glass of water that caused me to feel unbalanced in the darkness. Instead of fully turning into the bedroom, I banged right into the corner wall, my toe to the force of the solid turn. I let out a sharp pain cry. I let out a cry of sharp pain. In an instant, Mark was by my side and turned on the light. Jay, what happened? 
Mark, I hit my toe and it hurts. Do you think it's bad? Like broken? No, it just hurts though. Come back to bed. I'll get some ice. He took the glass out of my hand and helped me back into bed. I was almost home free from waking him. Of all the things, damn, my toe hurt like hell. And if I didn't know better, I might have split the nail. Do you want a Tylenol for the pain? Yes, I think I should. It was cute to watch him play nurse. He was all calm and caring, and it felt good. Made the pain less. I smiled. What's so funny? Nothing. You're sweet. I like it. Well, I would hope if I was hurt, you would have helped me too and not leave me in pain. Of course not, Mark. You should know that. Trust me, Jay. I've met a few people, male and female, that leave you when you needed them most. Was I one of those persons for him? My guilt was bothering me. Well, Mark, I hope you will see I am not one of those people. I hope you would realize that in time, I actually end up giving too much, and it has made me draw back all these years. I understand, Jay. How's your toe? Better. Let me take a look. He pulled back the comforter and took my toe in his hands. He massaged my hurt toe and then the next, then the next. It felt great. He continued up my calves and I made no move to protest. It felt great. And I wanted him to touch me. I needed it. Turn over. But before you do, would you mind taking this off? Mark, I'm not wearing anything else. Okay, so cover the bottom half if it makes you feel better. So I covered the bottom. I covered my behind in the sheet and he climbed over me. His large hand went to work, covering me, kneading into my back, caressing me, working away my anxiety. His thighs felt strong, holding me in one place, trapping me. So I didn't move, and I was his willing captive. As he reached up, I could feel his lower body on the cheeks of my behind. At first, it startled me. Then, I was flattered. He was aroused. His touch became more intense, and I moaned. His movements were hard, deliberate. It was as though he was making love to me with his hands. I stopped hiding it as he, as it was a moan deep in my throat. I wanted to turn over and pull him to me, kiss him. What he was doing was torture, teasing me. Mark, baby, that feels so good. Thank you. Anytime you're stressed, I'm your man. I can help you get those kinks out. He removed himself from my back and hit me on my bottom playfully. I pulled the sheet up and he pulled he moved back to his side of the bed. Come here. I kissed him as his reward. And he moved his hand up and down my body. My nipples grew painfully hard 
and fall. Our bodies turned into each other. I felt him. He was thick, hard, and fully awake. The feel of him turned me on. My body responded to the feel of his body and began to prepare to feel him in a way that was much deeper than I was now. His thumb brushed over my right breast and I put my leg over his. I opened my thigh so wide that the middle of me was right on his thigh. I was sure he could feel my wetness. He moaned in his throat, moved me to my back, and his mouth was right on my chest. He rubbed me and made me even more moist than I was. I moved my hips to his hands. His lips was about to make me cry in a way that I was not ready for. This was getting to be all too much. Before I knew it, he moved to my lower body. He positioned himself and gained fully full access to me. He took me, he took me in all kinds of ways, took me to all kinds of places. I saw colors. My first release came quick, shocked me. Over and over again, it was like I was lost, spiraling. But he did not stop there. He kept going. My other release was short. Mark played with my body like it was his, and he was enjoying it. He was taking pride in being able to take me to the place I've never been in a while, over and over again. Tears flowed down my face. I wasn't sad or angry. It was such a release. I put my hands on his head, his shoulders, and cried out. I wanted to give him the same pleasure he had just given me, but I was drained, spent. I needed a moment to collect myself, and that was a first for me. I'm usually the one that's ready to go and left wanting. I didn't want to seem selfish. Did he know how good that was? Did he know he had just given me the satisfaction like no one had in a long time? Mark... Um, my words trailed off. I had no breath left. Have some water, Jay. He was laughing. Baby, let's get back to sleep. I'll be right back. With that, he left the room. I fell back on the bed in a large flop, exhausted. But I used the time wisely and ran to the bathroom and freshened up. As I got back to the bed... He had returned with a large glass of water. I had a glass, but I bought some more for you, just in case you're still thirsty. No, I'm good. Okay, cool. Let's sleep in late. Okay. I felt a little tired. I feel tired, he said. My thighs were still quivering. And I was still a little lost for words. But damn, I felt great. Just too damn tired to express it. He put his arms around me and kissed me. He held me in his arms and I drifted off to sleep. Tomorrow was Saturday. The sunlight from the outside blinded me as I opened my eyes. I reached for Mark and he was not there. (laughs) 
Hi folks, we've come to the end of another episode of the Personal Details Podcast. I appreciate you listening. Please do share with a friend and help me grow this podcast so I can put in more engaging um, content based on listener feedback. I hope you enjoyed book tell a friend to tell a friend. If you're interested in being a guest, you can send me a private message on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook through the Personal Details Podcast. You can find other episodes on Spotify and also on the Anchor page, anchor.fm slash the personal details.